three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Idiots Incorporated Variety Podcast. I hope things are going well for you, and I hope that trend continues. My name is Alex, and as always, I am joined with my friend Landon. Say hello. Hello. And today is the first official episode of the Idiots Incorporated Podcast. And we are going to be starting off by talking about the different movies that we've seen recently. Because normally, our original idea was to, after every time we see a movie, make an episode about it. But we just got lazy. Yeah, we kind of just like... I mean, we haven't even seen a movie. Yeah, we haven't seen a movie in like two weeks. But we are we are cinemaphiles, I guess you would say is the term for them. People who watch movies a lot. People who love movies, yeah. Cinemaphiles or cinephiles, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just hoping the things that I just said weren't some kind of like really messed up sex person. Because <laughs> then I'll feel really awkward. Something totally off the wall that you didn't think right. was actually... <laughs> right, that I didn't think was a thing. Uh, so, I think what we should do is, out of all the movies we've seen recently, we each choose a movie... And that's the one we'll talk about. And that movie would be your favorite of the movies we've watched together. Because of how many there are and the fact that we probably won't remember a lot of the ones we've watched from so long ago. Well, we've only watched like five or six of them. Yeah, but that was like three months ago that we started this. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. But I think I remember the first one we watched. Dune. Yeah. Yeah, Dune was the shit. Is that the one you're choosing for your topic? N- I don't know. I really, <laughs> you didn't give me any time to talk about. You think about it. So I, I, well, I, I will talk first because okay. I know which one of the movies that we've seen was personally my favorite, and that would have to be spoiler alert for all of the movies that we're about to talk about. By the way, so if you don't want to have spoilers, piss off now. That's just mean. Yeah, very much so. Uh, we are gonna talk about uh, Spider Man. Uh, no uh, way home. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a pretty good one. Uh, it is by far because they did something with that movie that nobody thought was possible. Because it didn't just continue the Tom Holland Spider Man movies. It brought back all of them. It didn't just bring them back. It wrapped up three trilogies in one damn movie. Right. It, it one of which didn't even get a third and final movie. With right. the Andrew Garfield movies, it was just one, The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. There was right. no 3. There was supposed to be, I think. I'm not sure. I, don't, I was really young when that movie was supposed to come out. But, like, so it didn't just finish up one series. It finished up all of them in a way that gave them all closure to a point where, like, I can think back on the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie from, like, 2001 and be like, I'm happy with it. Because yeah. those were, before the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, those were my favorite Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Like, because like I, I, ha- I had so much love for them in my heart that it wasn't until I was like 16 or 17 that I watched the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Like, I still haven't even seen one of them all the way through. I don't honestly remember watching the Andrew Garfield ones, but... Wait, Andrew Garfield's the one with the curly hair, right? Yeah, he's the long-haired one. Okay, because I don't remember watching, like, a lot of his, but I think, I re- okay, I remember it, but to a certain point, like, I don't remember 100% of it. Right, 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 right. 
Because he's really fucked up. But my memory sucks anyway, so. Yeah, it, it really does. It really <laughs> does. But I, the one thing that caught, well, it caught you first, and then you t- explained it to me, and I'm like, that really, it, it does not make sense. And you know what I'm talking about, just even yep, like me yep. explaining it mm-hmm. how it is. The after credit scene. Right. Okay, so the the plot of Spider-Man No Way Home is that at the end of Far From Home, Peter Parker's identity as Spider-Man is revealed to the world. And because of that, and because he's considered a murderer for the death of Quentin Beck, him and all of his friends and all of his family are basically being put through hell because of it. And he goes to Doctor Strange and just be like, hey, can you fix this? Like, can you make it so that the world never knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man? And Peter, being an idiot teenager, fucks up the spell. Bringing forth everybody in all of the different universes that knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And then they all don't recognize him as Spider-Man. No, they all recognize him as Spider-Man, but eventually, but they don't but, all recognize him as not their Spider-Man. Like, there's the scene where they're on the overpass and Doctor Octopus takes off his mask, and he's like, "Wait, you're not Peter. You're not Peter Parker. What the fuck?" Oh, when yeah, when when Spider-Man takes off his mask and it's yeah, it, yeah. it's because they know that that's Spider-Man, and Spider-Man is supposed to be Peter Parker, and they know what their Peter Parker looks like. It looks right. like Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield. Right. So when it's not that, and it's the delightful, delightful Tom Holland, they're like, I don't fucking get this. What? I don't understand. Right. And so in the after credit scene, it's Eddie Brock Venom, and not the... Oh, God, what's his name? Kiefer Sutherland? The guy who plays uh, Eric Foreman on uh, that '70s show, who was the Venom in the Tobey Maguire series, uh, but no, the Tom Hardy is that his name? I don't. Have the guy in the current Venom series, like Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and the original Venom movie, he is in a bar, basically hearing all this crazy shit that Spider-Man is doing, like. Like, are you talking about like from station. a bartender? No, he's talking to a bartender. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's talking to a bartender in a bar in Mexico. Because remember, at the end of Venom, let there be carnage. He pisses off to like Mexico or the Caribbean's or some shit. Right. And he's just hanging out there while, eventually, basically, he's just like, "So you're telling me that New York was attacked by aliens from another dimension, and a big green monster in purple shorts was going around tearing up buildings." And smashing giant snake things from the sky. And he's like hearing all this crazy stuff that's happened in this universe, which is the the MCU overarching universe. Right. And he's just like, I think I'm going to have to go to New York and talk to this Spider-Man. But then the spell ends and he's sent back to his universe. But the thing is, Eddie Brock, that version of Eddie Brock did not know that Spider-Man was Peter Parker. Because there is no Peter Parker and there is no Spider-Man in his universe. So there's no reason that that spell should have pulled him into the universe. Right, which made no sense. Right, it makes no sense. Like, why the fuck is he there? But at the same time, 
I absolutely want that to be a thing, and I want to watch a fight between a real good Venom, which we right. have in these new Venoms, and Spider-Man, or even a team-up, because this Venom's kind of like an anti-hero. Right. Because in the comic books, Venom's reason for existing is that he wants to kill and devour Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man was the first person he bonded to, right? And then right. Spider-Man takes off his suit, and he wasn't finished feeding on Spider-Man. And he was like, I have to finish eating him. And that's Venom's entire purpose. And Eddie Brock has no control over the suit whatsoever. He's mm. just a passenger in this really fucked up situation. Mm. So when... One moment opening up a watermelon monster. Yeah. Delicious. Sorry, we're addicted to monster. Yeah, we have, a, we have a problem. I don't want to stop it, though. No. And so it just makes absolutely no sense that he's there. Right. So it was just a little bit confusing. But uh, overall, that But it left a good plot twist at the end. You're like, what the fuck? No, because it wasn't a good plot twist because it made no sense that the twist itself was happening. Well, a plot twist well, has to be grounded in like, oh shit, that could be that, that could happen. This can't. Okay, I guess what I meant to say is like something they could go back on and make it make sense. Kinda, I don't know. Right, right. In another movie, they can go back on that. Yeah, they can. They sense. can fix it. Pull a, I think it's called like a Deus Ex Machina, or something like that. I have no idea what the frick you just said, know. but I I <laughs> there's some like weird term for when you go, and you, and you fix a mistake you made in a previous work. A lot of a lot of stuff does that. Right. But like another thing I really liked about that movie is that it had. Lots of like really cool action sequences. Right. The CGI was great, but it wasn't overdone. The fight between Doctor Strange and Spider Man in the mirror dimension mm -hmm. was the sickest shit I have ever seen in a comic book movie ever. Imagine seeing that in 3D. I wish we could see 3D because I kind of wanted to see Imagine that. Imagine seeing that 3D. in VR. Oh. Like, oh shit. <laughs> I would love a Doctor Strange game in VR because there's already an Iron Man one. Right. That's kind of shit. Right. But, like... It'd kind of be cool just, like, to watch the movie in VR, though. Oh, yeah, you'd be able to look around and be like, Oh, look, a bus is flying over me. Whoa, it almost hit me. It's gonna smash me. I wouldn't be able to handle it. I wouldn't be able to handle it, man. Just, oh, fuck. Look at that. That's the only time you can see your audio level. Shut up. Oh, that's so funny. But, uh... Anyway. But, yeah, like, the action sequences in it, the dialogue was amazing. There was an instance in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, in the second one, where it kind of felt like he was just kind of phoning it in. Like, he's like, I don't really care about this because the public doesn't really care about this. But in this movie, you could tell that with every fiber of his being, he Dude, was like, this it, is soon, what I want. As soon as they came out in the screen, like, as soon as they showed up on the screen, everybody in the movie theater was like, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, because nobody thought it was going to be possible. Like, <laughs> like, it was amazing. When... Cause I don't remember what the other scene was that we were watching in the Spider-Man movie, but everybody started fucking dying. When Norman Osborn showed up. Right. When Norman Osborn showed up, everybody was like, yeah! Because, <laughs> oh God, what is his freaking name? Willem Dafoe. That's the guy who plays Green Goblin. 
such a phenomenal actor. He can go from adorable old man to ta- to terrifying monster of demon origin in a split fucking second. Which is really what he did in like the first couple movies. Oh well, yeah, he did it well, but like the script in that movie was kind of eh, because it was like the first time that like it was their first real superhero movie. There was the Incredible Hulk. Not the Incredible Hulk. There was just the Hulk that came out, right? And it was okay. I really enjoyed that movie. But with the original, with the first Spider-Man movie, that's why Sony owns it because Marvel didn't have enough pull in the cinema world to do something like this, right? And that's why Sony owned the IP. I don't know if they still do. They might. I don't fucking know. Right. But it was just a lot. There was a lot of corners that were seemed to be like. Not really cut, but like scraped against mm-hmm. when it came to like writing and story. And then, like, as one Spider Man 2 came out, it was like they're like, all right, we have to, this is a hundred percent like this shit. Like, people know that these can be good, so we have to make them better, right? And if I, I'm of the full opinion that if Spider Man 1 hadn't come out when it did, we wouldn't have the Tom Holland Spider Man, we probably wouldn't have the Marvel Cinematic Universe because, like, it... Comics were kind of dying at that time. Right. But it was also at a very good time in the world when people that grew up reading those comic books had kids that were old enough to go see these movies. Right. So they were bringing their kids to be like, this is what I loved when I was your age. And apples don't fall, fall too far from the tree normally. So, like, when... Like with me, my dad took me to see the very first Spider-Man in theaters. I think the very first movie I seen in theaters was like Shrek. Uh, Spider-Man 1 was my first theater experience, and I fell in love. I watched all three Spider-Man movies in theaters, and I didn't even know the third one was coming out until my parents were like, hey, we're going to go watch Spider-Man now. (laughs) (laughs) And I watched it. No, I didn't watch it with my parents. I watched it with my friend Aaron whose last name I will not state, but I watched it with my friend Aaron, and apparent I don't remember this, but apparently throughout the entire film, I just kept looking over like, dude, this is fucking awesome. Dude, this is fucking awesome. Dude, this is fucking awesome. And then he, and then he apparently like halfway through the movie, he just looked at me and said, I wouldn't know. You won't shut up, so I can't watch it. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, oh, fair, fair enough, my friend. Yeah. But just overall, like, there was a lot about that movie that just, like, it wrapped up everything in a nice, tight bow that you just... And the dialogue in Spider-Man was just phenomenal. With, right. Like, my favorite moment is when the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man first comes out, and he's just like, he's like, I'm Spider-Man. And then MJ is just like, prove it. He says, are you freaking kidding me? See what I'm wearing? I need to prove it. <laughs> and he goes, fine. And he jumps up with his fingertips, holds on at the ceiling. She's like, that's not enough. Crawl around on the ceiling. He's like, this is enough. This is stupid. <laughs> Somebody told me that scene was ad-libbed, but I don't know for sure. You really think it might have been? Oh, yeah. like, But that's the thing. is like uh, Zendaya. 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 She I is think, a phenomenal. I think it's Zendaya. I'm pretty sure it might be Zendaya. Whatever her name is, she is a phenomenal actress and deserves every award that exists. Right. Because, like, she's able to portray a character that 
as a character arc is just like meh all the time, yet still get emotion across in a way that feels honest and and real. Right. And that's that's like saying Mr. Bean projecting deep levels of emotion. You know, it just it sounds like what the fuck is he not saying? Or the, you know, itchy, dry eyes. That guy had a role where he was a very deep and intriguing character. <laughs> but but all of her roles are not like that. I mean, just look at Dune. Right. God, she, she's amazing. And I hope the best for her, and I cannot wait to see what she does Honestly, next. I can't wait for the next Dune to come out. Oh, dude, I'm so any, stoked. Any idea when, those are com- when that's coming out? I have heard nothing, but I have been, you know, scouring the internet. But I've heard nothing as of yet. Right. Sorry for the foul language. <laughs> These have an explicit language tag on them. Good point. I, I put that on the channel because I knew we weren't going to be able to not do it. Right. <laughs> because both of us curse like sailors on a good day. And today... Well, and to- I, I used to not, and that's really freaked up because... <laughs> yeah, I did it. I did it to you. No, no. Well, because I started cussing right after I started at Spartan Ash. Because all those motherfuckers... Started. Did you forget those here last time? I think no. These are from like a while ago, but still. <laughs> anyway, um, I used to not cuss, and then they freaking made me all get. They pissed me off every day. This is not a venting podcast, sir. All right, fine. But what is your favorite movie that we've seen? You got about thirteen minutes. I enjoyed the Kingsman. Yeah. That is that is definitely up there. That was the like pre- my second. The prequel of the Kingsman movies. It, I, I just like those movies. I don't know why. I like when he pulls the knife out, of the cane, like the cane sword. <laughs> yep, yep. And we've seen those in the freaking antique shop, and I'm like, man, there's not one like what he's got. <laughs> yeah, because they're because like. Having a thing and where like, you just click a button and it comes out, that's not legal anymore. Right. And I like how they had, like, uh, the secret room, but it was, like, super blah. <laughs> like, right. just papers all over the wall. Well, I like, mean, they didn't have it, computers. They right. didn't have, like, GPS tracking at that time. And it was fucking the, World War One, dude. Right. It wasn't even World War Two. Right. And all the, uh, all the, like, they didn't have all the weapons they had in the Kingsman movies when they... Had all that shit, but the, like, because <laughs> the Kingsman hadn't started. The Kingsman hadn't started yet. Why do I? But what I watched the Kingsman, and then there's the, I think the second one. Mm-hmm. But the second one kind of goes, kind of seems like it goes back in time, but I guess that is because they're all the way in Texas or something like that, aren't they? Yeah, it's 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 not that they go back in time. It's, it's that just they use older guns and. Yeah, it's th- it's they are based off of. They're based off the idea of like classic Texan muskets, right. shotguns, and booze all day. Whiskey, and, <laughs> whiskey, and shotguns all day. Right. Which is like actual, like it's not just Texas. That's like ninety percent of America. <laughs> Let's be honest. And they, it's just I the like, alcohol changes. I like, I like um, in the Kings, the second Kingsman movie, where they named like their agents as like Agent Whiskey and yeah, they, Agent they, Tequila. Or yeah, they. It's the same thing with like. It's about what they found, what the founders found important. Right. Like, the founders of the Kingsman, Arthurian lore was like 
the kid who inspired them to form it was like his favorite thing ever. So in honor of him, they're like, yeah. And the Statesman, they were a brewery that made various forms of alcohol. Right. So like, fuck it, our code names are alcohol. <laughs> but back to the Kingsman movie. Uh, I like how they, like at the end, they started making those names. Like, they didn't really have, like, the code names at the beginning. Yeah. And then they, like, kind of created them as they went along. Well, it was, the reason that they had the certain ones was because the, the kid, as a kid, he was just like, if you were, if you were a knight at the round table, which one would you be? And he was like, I'm Lancelot. And, <laughs> and you, and my dad is King Arthur. And you're, you're Merlin. Right. And that's why they had the names they did. Right. It's really fucked up that they killed the freaking kid, though. Oh, my God. I did not see that coming. The whole theater, when that happened. I know him. Motherfucker. We all just went, oh, shit. Damn. We did that not is, expect that one. Like that is, why I love, <laughs> that is why I love the theater experience so much. Because you don't have just you and whoever you're watching with. You have the emotional state of everybody around you. Right. Like... <laughs> Like when Andrew Garfield came out on in Spider Man, like every like people were like, Cool, yeah. But there was one guy behind us who was like, Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got the and rest I'm of like, us you like, know what? what the fuck? And I'm like, you know what? I don't even care about Andrew Garfield, but I'm happy for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then Toby Maguire came out and because I was already getting good vibes from that guy, when Toby Maguire came out. Even I was like, yeah! Like, you probably saw me in my seat flailing around in happiness. Right. But, um, in the Kingsman movies, they, uh, like, dude, he went out and grabbed the important information that they needed, and then they shot him. Yeah, because they, <laughs> they thought, shot him. Look, if I was a German soldier, and I wanted to sneak into their base, yeah, you know how point. I would do it? Dressed up as one of them. Dressed up as one of them, carrying important documents that needs to get to the base now. Okay, what's your name? The name of this guy I killed. <laughs> well, that's funny because you're not him. Bang. That's exactly how it would go down. Like, that's why, like, I didn't think they would do it because, like, I thought he was the founding, like... What's really messed up is what the what he did to get in the military was something that I probably would do. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, basically switch places with a guy. Well, because he he has... He's up there. So, he yeah, he, he was, told he the guy like, "Hey, you get the fuck and here you take I'm my clothes. You. Go deliver this. Go deliver this letter. Congratulations, you're escaping the front." Right. And the dude who probably knew what the front was like because he was not a sheltered, you know, higher up there individual. Right. Probably had heard the story. He, he was gonna be out there. Yeah, he was gonna be out there. So he would ask what he was looking at. This kid was trained as an officer pretty much right off the bat. Right. So he knew what he was getting. He didn't know what he was getting into. He was about to be out in a freaking tent behind the lines just barking orders. He wasn't going to well, be no, in the trenches. He was going to be in the trenches barking orders. Yeah, but he, he wasn't going to be the guy sticking his head out over the over the cover to to take pot shots. Right. That wasn't going to be him. Right. He was an officer. He had a badge. He was too important. So right. he was basically going to sit there and yell out orders. Be like, you, 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 pop your head up and die. While you, you, and you fire. Yeah, because he's like, I need six volunteers. <laughs> Only the one. And then the, he's like, Then it means everybody you, you, and you go with Everybody him. after you, 
step forward. There you go. And There's your six. <laughs> the fight scene choreography in classic Kingsman fashion was just Oh, off and they were the up on that super tall freaking mountain uh, ledge. It was just off the wall, over the top, ridiculous bullshit. And then the out of and nowhere. I loved it. <laughs> And then the out of I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fight scene where they're all being quiet with the knives on in the middle of Dead Man's Land. Oh right. Because the moment they make noise, like, from what I understand, like, because ro- they were shooting off the rockets as soon as they make noise. Oh yeah, it, the, and the moment and... you make noise, it doesn't matter if you're ally or enemy. The Germans will just open fire. Well, they all open fire as well, soon the, as. Well, the German, the the allies, they weren't the allies. The British people and the Scots and stuff would only open fire to return fire so that they could take them out. Right. Because the perfect opportunity to shoot someone is when they're also shooting because you have a clear shot. Right. But when they're, you know, down and reloading, you can't fucking hit them. So your only opportunity to hit them is when they're up shooting. And, and I that's guess, why so many people died in World War One and Two. Right, and I guess... When you send a group of people out, the other side ain't going to know that you sent a group of people out. So as soon as they hear noise, like as soon as you hear noise, you're going to think it's your guys. Right. But at the same time, it could be someone but else. But the Germans knew, like, hey, that motherfucker had sensitive information. You six go get it. Right. And, like, those weapons that they had, the weird hand, fist, knit, knit, nail thing, right. that's real shit, dude. That Like, they actually yeah. had that crap. And it's terrifying. Like he said, <laughs> we went to Washington D.C. and there was uh there was a World War II and Holocaust Museum, and right. we were in the World War II section, right? And there was a room that was labeled gruesome. Scary. <laughs> and I was like, maybe like, I don't know if they still have it. Somebody said that it's just a Holocaust Museum now. Well, they might have moved the World War II stuff. Yeah, they probably did. But we were in this museum, and it wasn't even like a really big museum. It was just like a room off to the side that showed the brutality of war. And there was one of those like nail things that was in one part of the top right of dude's skull and came out of his jaw. Ooh. And I guess it was stuck because it was bent around his jaw. And instead of pulling it out, dude just let go and left it in there. Yuck. And it was left in the skull of an American soldier. And they had that in a museum? Yep, they had the skull in the museum with the things still in it. Fucking gruesome, but awesome. Right. Because, like, at that time in my life, my dad was a military man, and I saw, and a lot of my friends' dads were military men. And I saw the, like, the way they carried themselves and how they treated not only each other, but other people. And I was like, I want to be like that. I want to be a real man. That's what a real man is. Someone who has the respect and and uh, and polish to themselves. Like Right. And I wanted to be that. The discipline. That's the word I was looking for. The discipline that they had. I wanted that. Because I was just a spastic kid who had dreams of becoming a war hero. Right. And then I went to that museum and I was like... You know what? Maybe not. Maybe it's not good. Because that's the problem with like Call of Duty, man. They, they, they glorify the shit. This is easy. Pew, 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 pew. Explosions. Lots of fun. Titties. <laughs> and Where like, the fuck do you get titties out of, Cold War, out of Call of Duty? You're playing the wrong Call of Duty then. <laughs> you ever played Black Ops 2? 
No, I, I've actually not played any there's of the Black Ops. There's like a hacker chick, and she's like, there's a scene where she's barely fucking dressed. The furthest I've gotten in Call of Duty is Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare 3. That's about it. Call of Duty fell apart after that. I don't know. Black Ops 1 was good. Black Ops 2 was meh. Black Ops 3 <laughs> was trash. We'll talk about video games in another day. But you were talking about uh, how uh, military people had, like, respect and, like, you know. Yeah. My dad was actually trying to be in the military, but he got in a moped accident. And oh. his whole right side was paralyzed. Oh, no. And that's why his right eye, he's blind in his li- right eye. Did you know that? No, I didn't. No, he yeah, he's completely blind in his right eye. Is Which is really fucked up because I'm blind in my left eye. <laughs> right, right. So the two of us make perfect. <laughs> right, genetics be damned. <laughs> but, um, no, he wanted to go to the military. Um, he didn't end up going only because his brother was in the military, and as soon as his brother got back... He saw how fucked in the head he was? Well, he was real fucked in the head after the military, but really, what really fucked his brother up is the fact that his mom like shunned him from the family like they all went on vacation and left the house not giving him any heads up and he came home to surprise him and was left home alone and so uh he ended up going to the bathroom and taking a gun to his head wow this podcast just took a very dark turn unfortunately and what's really fucked up is josh has most respect for a lot of people because he had to clean up his brother's brain. Oh, God. The, we're, they, we're changing the subject, they, dude. I, we're changing I, the subject. We will. They would not hire somebody to come in and clean it up. I've always wanted to be in the military. I tried. After, yeah, I've tried to, but that's a different story. Right. Uh, But, yeah, back to the Kingsman. There's not really a lot to talk about the Kingsman. Uh, I'm sorry. The scene with the Okay, Russian not for guy, me. You and your... Your movie... You don't want to talk about the scene with the Russian guy in the side room? Russian guy side room. Oh, the one the one freaking weirdo who... Yeah, the bullet wound? Oh, God. <laughs> he, oh, he went man. a little too close oh. there. A little too close for comfort. And I think... I think... The can- I think he... I think he knew it. I think the one guy knew. He was like... Yeah, he was like, oh, God, no. You're going too close there. What's oh god? But it actually healed. <laughs> it actually worked. Like what the fuck? Hang on. Everybody in there is like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this. I'm using. Google. What are you googling? <laughs> Kings, man. Russian guy. <laughs> Rasputin. Oh, is that what that's what his name was? Rasputin something. Yep. Anyway. Leg. Healing scene. Oh, why are we gonna? No, I don't want to watch it. Are you gonna play it? For no, no. But uh, uh, if you was... just if you just search uh, it, I mean, shit, just look up the fight scene. The fight scene's incredible. Right. Because he's like a Russian dancer type dude. Oh, he's sitting there spinning. Yeah, he's sitting there spinning, dude, <laughs> on a table, Russian baller- ballerina tricks, and just kicking ass. <laughs> He's fighting off three guys and whooping well, their at, asses. At first, it was just a two, and then the and then black the third guy, one came yeah. in, and then the, and then the woman came in. Just he's just like, 
Do I always have to do the worst? Boys always make things so messy. Let's go. You guys in your sword fights. Pew. Bang. Actually, well, I guess they really tried to um, fight with guns at one point. But they just kept knocking them out of each other's hands. Right. But, I mean, the King's Man is, like, freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. It's so good. The, other, the only other movie I can think of that was a really good movie was Dune. Oh, yeah, Dune has stuck in my head. I wish we could have devoted an entire hour-long episode to Dune because, my God, that movie was freaking phenomenal. Right. There's so much that went on in that movie. Three recommendations, but at the same time, nothing fucking happened. Right. The entire because... last third of the movie was him just walking through the desert. <laughs> and it still had me, like, on the edge of my seat the entire time when they're just walking through the desert. I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God. Even though There's going to be some pop of sailing even, out of sand. <laughs> even though in my head, I know what's, I know the story. Yeah, because so you read sit- the, all the freaking books. So I'm just sitting there like, oh my god, what's going to happen? Wait a minute, I know what's going to happen. Nothing for quite a while. And I'm just sitting there saying, oh what god, the fuck is going to happen? I really don't fucking know. <laughs> it's really, really messed up when you're sitting there with somebody that knows how... Oh, the fuck's gonna happen? Oh yeah, my favorite parts is when I look over, like waiting for your reaction and shit, like when uh, when Duncan dies. Right. Like that was fucked up. I knew it was coming, and I'm just sitting there, like I wasn't even he watching. He sacrificed this. himself. I was, I was like looking back and forth between you and the screen, like wait, wait for the reaction, and then and then when he died, you just went, oh shit. No, you just went, damn. Because like I could tell that that was your favorite character. Because every time he came on screen, he, like, sat up a little bit straighter. You're like, yeah, Jason Momoa. It's Aquaman. Aquaman's <laughs> in this movie, guys. I've never actually watched Aquaman. Eh. <laughs> I think I've seen, like, a portion of it, and then I had to go to work or something. It's eh. I, I like it, but there's a lot of people that don't. Then again, there's a lot of people that don't like me, and I don't give a shit. Same here. Uh, <laughs> well, it's time to wrap it up, guys. I'd like to thank you all very much for watching. And uh, we might make a part two out of this one. We we got quite a few movies that we got to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to we're going to I think we'll go like one and one uh two movies at a time. Yeah, well, maybe. that's what we'll do in in the next episode. We will uh I will choose a movie to talk about and so will you and then we'll talk about those and just see where the conversation leads. Yeah, cuz uh, we kind of like dozed off in this one. <laughs> yeah, we went to a very very depressing place. I didn't mean to. <laughs> right, we went to a very, very depressing place. We're talking about the military. I was just trying to tell you about how <laughs> my family's military experience went. <laughs> right. Well, thank you guys very much for watching, and we will see you in the next in the next episode. Adios. Deuces.